Welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Podcast. Counting down movies, music, TV, and pop culture. One top five at a time. And now, here are the two peas. Andy and Gerald. Into another episode of I'm Two trying Peas. a new. I don't want to say what's up anymore, so I said hello. <laughs> like you're Mrs. throwing Doubtfire. it back to like old English like from Mrs. like uh, Charles Dickens. Wow. Uh, welcome in, guys. Episode 92. 92. 92. And Man, this, that's a good number. This is a special one. Is it special uh, to you? This is a special one because we apparently people wanted this, this for a been, while. I don't know why people want this. This has been requested. You want quite this? A, this has been requested quite a few times over the course of the show since we've been doing the top five show. And I was joking around with Andy in the pre-roll. It's funny, too, because we had two fans that were completely separate from each other hit us up within the span of, like, the same month, uh, DMing me on Twitter asking for a link to our Tom Hanks episode. Hey, can you give me a link to your Tom Hanks episode? Which does not exist. We have so not we're, doing, we're doing a top five, so we assume, well, you have a Tom Hanks top five, right? Right. Everyone's done Everyone a Tom, got Hanks, a Tom Hanks top five. So I said, let's do it, man. So I knew... He's an American treasure. He's an American treasure. He's an American treasure. So He's the definition of an American So tell people specifically, what are we doing? Today we're doing top five Tom Hanks movies. There it is. Top so five. not just Tom Hanks' performance, not no. just his character, but the movie itself. And of course, those things are tied in. The Tom Hanks films are films. our favorite. Films. And, uh, you know, neither one of us, we're recording this in mid-December, neither one of us have had a chance to see Won't You Be My Neighbor yet. No, we haven't. Which is the most recent Tom Hanks film, which I feel like may have gotten some love on the show today had we seen it. I had anticipated seeing it before we recorded, which is why I actually scheduled this recording in December, because I thought I hadn't seen would have seen that yet, but my wife wants to see it. So we're gonna go see it together. I haven't seen it. Does she like it? She likes Mr. Rogers. Yes. I said she wants to see it. Oh, okay. I thought she said you just saw it. I can join me here, brother. She wants to see it. (laughs) Wants to see it. Uh, but so that will yeah. be a part. So that will be a part of this. We'll have to do a no. re-recording, saying, "Okay, where, where would that change Maybe. your top five? Now we can talk about, uh, you know, Mister Rogers and, and Tom Hanks. How they kind of have a similar like shtick in society. Where they're just so positive, brother. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I love Tom Hanks. We're it's doing our top beam five of light Tom Hanks movies today. So Andy, you uh, have self-proclaimed in past episodes that you don't really venture out into movie watching. Not very much. Very much. At least no. modern day. No. Uh, so how was this coming up for you? I mean, obviously this you're a fan This is pretty simple. Of- I mean, because there, there are, first of all, there are enough Tom Hanks movies for everyone. I think everyone can make a top five list. So um, a lot of Tom Hanks' movies, in fact, there's one I know that's going to be on your list that I've never seen before. Okay. So there's a lot of Tom Hanks movies I just haven't seen, but there's enough mm-hmm. that I love. So right. these, these five movies here are movies I love. I love these movies. Well, so here's great. what I did, okay? And, and so but it, was, it was pretty easy. For me. Here's what I did, it was man. Really easy, and I, you know, I started making this list like, I don't know, like a month ago when we first talked about doing it. And what I did initially, and I caught myself in a trap, is I was I was typing up my list like off the top of my head, mm-hmm. and I found myself what I was including on my initial list were movies where the performance of Hanks wasn't the most impactful thing, not necessarily the movie. So I had to kind of reverse oh. my psychology a little bit. 
So what I did is I picked the five films that are my favorite that Tom Hanks happens to be in. Interesting, because I did. So these movies uh, are my five like favorite films that he stars in, as opposed to my favorite because of him. Yeah, because I have one movie that his performance is not a big deal in the movie. It's not really a big deal at all, but it just happens to be a movie of his that we'll talk about that I just love so much. So I, for one, same here. That's what I'm the saying. The other, the other ones, well, and two is, but the other, I think definitely two or three. His performance is the movie. Okay, so, see, I didn't go that route. Now my yeah. number, now so you'll I, see. I can't really separate the two, but I, I guess I did more than I think I did. Now you'll see when I do my number five. But with the exception of my number five, all four of mine are super lighthearted, and they are not uh, anchored by his performance. Oh, interesting. So we went completely different routes, which except, is interesting. I think, I think there's one or maybe two we'll talk about. But uh, yeah, I think I could now have... I think he does bring something to the films, yeah. obviously, where without him they wouldn't be as good. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it's not like you know, okay. it's not like, uh, and I'm sure they might get mentioned today on your list or various conversations we're having it or honorable mention stuff like that but it's like they're not you know like pivotal performances in his career yeah. necessarily it's more about the movie itself the two-hour yeah. production and he's in it you know and he's cool yeah. in it and he brings it you know what i mean i so might have done a different i might have done a different route because i still i think i stuck to the ones where it's really him well that's cool then because i always like at least, even even the even one of the ones i was talking about before that i'm thinking about i mean he is he has something i mean he is the movie so i think i I went the other route. I went. I think Tom Hanks. Well, is, Tom Hanks is the center of my list. I like it. So, okay, yeah. so I tell you what, we're gonna do our top five. Yes, Tom Hanks. I go first this time. Movies. Mister Mr. T Hanks. Hanks, which if you Big T, T Mister T T Hanks, which if you read it together is thanks. I never thought of that. So thanks. Okay, to you. Thanks. You said you're going first. I'm going first this time. Five. Four, three, two, one. And here we go. Fire it up, brother. What's your number, number five? Number five is, interestingly enough, the first Tom Hanks movie I ever saw, and I fall in what? love. With, I fell in love with him and what? this movie right away. It's the movie Big. <laughs> the movie Big is just My amazing. Man. It's a, I mean, it's a classic film. I think a late '80s film about a young man who just wants to grow up. He just wants to be big. Uh, can I ask you though? It's kind of creepy, right? Yeah. It's like a fourteen-year-old having sex with a thirty-year-old. Well, it gets it mean, goes uh, that direction. Or she's twelve. It's It's back in the what I call the fun-loving Tom Hanks days. Oh, for sure. Um, there's a lot of great movies in that era that are just. That, um, that he's just really good at but this is the best movie of that era I think so it's the er- I call this my early Tom but he just does such so a good, good job man. he does such an amazing job a lighthearted performance like you said it's a lighthearted performance but he's performing at, uh, in an adult with a kid's mindset it's great so it's such great scenes when he becomes a, when he becomes a kid when he uh, has to convince his best friend by singing their song mm-hmm. that I'm, dude I'm your friend I'm your friend I'm your friend he has to go and open a bank account he has to get a job he's left alone right. in the city for the first time right. when he first gets his paycheck $137 <laughs> Right. You know, the way he deals with meeting adults. And then, I mean, the slowly, I mean, talk about great acting. He slowly becomes an adult. Right. He has this job where his, his job is basically to play with toys. Mm-hmm. So it's every kid's dream. Right. So he plays with toys, tells people what he thinks. But then he gets really serious at it. Starts looking at the numbers, starts going to business meetings, invents this thing, interactive comic books. And he starts working with and falls for his coworker, mm-hmm. who's an amazing actress. I mean, she was on Weeds and she's done all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, she's just amazing. Yeah. She's in everything. But um, I just think big... Is a great, it's a great, lighthearted Tom Hanks performance. I agree. It's such a great movie. Look, I know I don't look like myself, okay? But something really strange happened, and I'm really scared. And I need you to help me, my best friend. I can prove it to you. 
The space goes down, down, baby, down, down the roller coaster. Sweet, sweet, baby, sweet, sweet, don't let me go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa bop, shimmy, shimmy, rock, shimmy, shimmy, cocoa bop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. I met a girlfriend, a tusket, she said a tusket, a biscuit, ice cream, soda, but for now, I'll stop. Ooh, Shalita, walking down the street, ten times a week. I met it, I said it, I stole my mama's credit, I'm cool, I'm hot, suck you in the stomach three more times. Classic, shimmy, man. Shimmy, 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 rock. Shimmy, yeah. shimmy, Classic, man. And yeah. the scene with the piano and the and all oh, the, da- oh, the dancing piano. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, where he goes, he wishes to be. They, they found they find this altar machine. He wishes to be small again. His girlfriend drives him to the block where he lives. And of course, the whole time his mom's worried sick about him. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to call as Tom, as the adult, saying, "You need your kids are gonna You're be all right, fine." Right, so right. it's it's creepy like that. But then he's walking away. He's walking away, and then he turns around, and it's the boy in the big suit. Yeah, and he just waves. Yeah, and she's going, "Wow." I just had a affair with a twelve-year-old. Just an affair with a twelve-year-old. But I mean, come on, come on. Tom Hanks big. It's come not. On. It's not on your list anyway. It's on my honorable mention. Okay, Tom Hanks. It's big. on my honorable mention. It just missed my top. And five. that that introduced me to Tom Hanks. That's yeah. my. I could see that. That's that's my. I lost my Tom Hanks virginity today. I could see that. Much like the young the kid. The one that I lost my. <laughs> much like the twelve-year-old kid <laughs> in that movie. The one uh, movie that I lost my Tom Hanks virginity to is my number one. So we'll get to it eventually. Ooh, what introduced me to Hanks? Okay, and it's not. And funnily enough, it's not one of his most popular for some reason. But okay. I just love that movie. So we'll get to it. Okay. All right. So my, That's number, my number five. five. That's All my right, number, so number five. five big. Okay, okay. I, great. Great. Great choice. We'll talk about it on my honorable mentions. So my number five is the only movie we're talking about this a little bit in the intro. It's the only movie that's not like a feel good, like you said, lighthearted Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. This is the only one that is a very, very serious picture. It's a drama, no doubt about it. And this is the one that is really driven by his performance. It's the only one on my list like that. Uh, and I've talked about it before. It has an amazing score, amazing soundtrack. It's just a heartbreaking uh, look into the life of this man. But it's a film called Philadelphia. Is my number five. Oh, that's the one I was talking about. I've never seen before. <clears throat> you know, we've talked about Philadelphia before, but I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure you know the the story behind yes. it. But it follows we Andrew. Talked about some of the scenes before. It follows Andrew Beckett, who's an attorney in the 1980s, played by Hanks, and he is gay and contracts HIV and AIDS and it just tells the story of him being let go by his law firm uh, basically because they find that out mm-hmm. so wrongfully terminated uh, and they use a bunch of other reasons so they don't get in trouble and it's a lawsuit and uh, it goes on to be a lawsuit and it goes to court. Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington plays his lawyer. It's a courtroom drama at, at its core uh, but it also tells the story of just the idiocy and the ignorance that surrounded AIDS in the 80s mm-hmm. and and shows us that through that lens. You know, Antonio Banderas plays his boyfriend. It's a great supporting role. Uh, Denzel Washington is absolutely phenomenal in this movie. He was, he, he was nominated for supporting actor. Tom Hanks won best actor. Got very emotional during his speech talking about AIDS awareness uh, when he accepted the Academy Awards back in the 90s. A great theme song written by Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Streets movie, of Philadelphia. Yeah, this movie is just, was just very affecting to me. Like It just mm-hmm. affected me emotionally. Uh, there's a couple other Tom Hanks movies that did that as well, but Philadelphia did that the best. And like I said, this is the only movie on my list that's not a feel-good movie that's not like you know any any actor could kind of just you yeah. know do the comedy or whatever. This is a movie that's driven by Hanks's performance. Okay. Like without Hanks's performance, this is not on this list. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so Philadelphia Woo. is my number five, and I know you haven't seen it, so I apologize. Okay. But it'll be the only. I think you've probably seen my other four. Yeah. So it'll be the only one that falls okay. in that category. But I've talked about it before. Just such an affecting performance by Hanks, man. Oh, just so emotional and just. You know, and he, he and it affected him, and you could tell. I mean, like when he gave his Oscar speech. Yeah. I mean, you could tell this being in this role and researching the role. Woo, and, imagine as an actor, that's got to be that's got to be extremely engrossing yourself. Yeah, just engrossing yourself in it. You could tell it really affected him as an actor. 
and you know throughout his career because that was his first forgive me unless i'm forgetting something i want to say this was 93 or 4 mm-hmm. or something like that i want to say that was his first like dramatic role and really? then another one came a few years later that he also won an academy award for but i want to say this was the first one where he like branched out from mm-hmm. comedy uh and you can see his career since philadelphia and when you, you and when, very interesting when he did that um, and I have one in my list that's going to be have a similar feel to it. That um, all of a sudden you're introduced to the. It's interesting when an actor does that when they're playing, you know, a certain type and doing something, and then they do this kind of film, and everyone kind of looks at them differently, like, oh, oh, right, this guy's right. got something. Yeah, Jim Carrey did it. Tom yeah, Hanks did this it. This guy's got something different. And, and I know? like that. You know, yeah. there's there's a movie that's coming out this month. I don't know if you've heard of I mean, it. He does it over uh, and over. Tom does it over and over again. Where you're like, wow, right, this is something different. And we we're just talking about him portraying Mr. Rogers. Yeah. You know? But there's a movie that's coming out this month. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called Uncut Gems, and it stars Adam Sandler. And it's a very similar. Yeah. People uh, love. People are talking about that movie. They love that movie. Very similar buzz around that because yeah. you look at Adam Sandler. He's Mr. Deeds. He's yeah. the Water Boy. He's funny he's, guy. You know, slapstick yeah. comedy. But you know, I'm not saying Sandler is going to rise to the level of Tom Hanks, yeah. but it's a similar arc. Yeah. You know, we were talking about Jim Carrey with the Truman Show and Man on the Moon. You know, yeah. and it's really cool because doing comedy is hard, man. People don't realize that yeah. you're trying to make people laugh. You know what I mean? It is in my opinion, it's harder to be an amazing comedian yeah. than it is to be like a dramatic actor. In my opinion, because not only do you have to affect people, you got to make them laugh. If they don't laugh, they're not sticking around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Tom Hanks does both, and I think that oh, there's he does very few actors that can do both brilliantly. With almost without even trying, like he's just so, naturally, he's just a cool guy. So my number five, Philadelphia, and I'm sorry for the. Down- Downer to start my list, but the rest Ooh, of them are feel good. I promise. Okay. All right, so go ahead. What's my number, number four, four is a really feel good movie, and if number five is my introduction to Tom Hanks, number four is my Tom Hanks can do anything film. I want to say this film was written and directed by Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. The name of the movie is That Thing You Do. Crossover. I love That Thing You Do. Me too. It's the movie about a band called The Wonders. Uh, they get the O'Neaters. The O'Neaters. <laughs> it's actually O'Neaters. <laughs> they uh they they get together. They write this hit song. They've already yeah. written the song, but you know their their drummer comes in and kicks the beat up a little bit. It gets really popular. They get discovered and then found by Tom Hanks, who's a scout for um, the record company. Record company, right? It's like whatever. I mean, it's the, the equivalent to Capitol Records at the time. It's whatever the the big record station. And he takes them under his wing, yeah. and they rise to the charts. Now, Tom Hanks, as a performer, does an amazing job in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's subtle, but he's gay in the movie. You can. It's a, oh, actually, they have, I didn't cut, know they have that. cut out scenes where he's with his boyfriend. Oh, I didn't know and that. They want to take Scott out. He's, you know, uh, the, the drummer comes home drunk from the jazz bar. Like, hey, you want to take him out with us? Nah, let's let him go home. But it's subtly the Did way you've seen the hidden his, scenes from that because yeah, I didn't even yeah, know that. Though his mannerisms, the way he does it, you can tell a little. You know, that's bit. unfortunate though because I bet you the studio did that. Yeah. I bet you they made him cut it because yeah. they didn't want to have like a gay relationship. But the beautiful in a thing PG is, movie, which he, is like ridiculous. I like this. I like your song, guy. I like it a lot. That thing you do is snappy. It's snappy. It's snappy. It's snappy. It's snappy. The wonders are in breach of contract. Sorry. I'm really sorry, Mr. White. Well, don't worry. No one's going to prison, son. It's a very common tale. Well, maybe for you, but I was in a band and we still have a hit record. Yeah, you do. One hit wonders. It's a very common tale. My first time in a real recording studio. You want to hang around for a while? Okay by me. But you're out of the hotel this afternoon. Can't help that. No, Guy, Horace was right about you. You are the smart one. Lenny is the fool. Jimmy is the talent. Faye is... Well, Faye is special, isn't she? And you are the smart one. That's what I think, anyway. 
I got good news, guys. You can keep the costumes, you know. But he does such an amazing job. But the fact is, he directed that yeah, film. Yeah, it's great, yeah. And it has such a Beatles feel right. to it. Which was the, I read, was basically the architecture yeah. for the film. You exactly. Know, so these four guys get together. A... Love you in the suits, guys. Love you in the suits. Because you're, you're good boys. You're good boys. Except you. <laughs> Put on the shades. Give them what they want, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the well, one. I'm going to talk about it later. Yeah. It's a crossover for me. It's a little bit higher on my list. <sighs> But I love this That's movie. That's my number four. Now this is now this. Uh, we'll talk about it in a second. But the, I love but, that But that movie. thing you do is like if you look up feel good movie in the dictionary, that thing you do is a feel good movie. It's a great movie. Now it has some drama. It has some low yeah. points. But at the end of the day, that's a movie about overcoming the odds, and it just makes yeah. you feel good, man. Yeah. I mean the era even and the song. Yeah. The, the era even. I mean, it's you just a simpler do that time. Thing and you do. Love it. So we'll talk about it here in a second. That is your number four. Uh, All right. So, yeah, so act direct written by Tom Hanks. I don't know if it was written by, but it definitely was directed, directed by. by okay. I'll look it up here in a second. But Please he do. definitely directed. That's my it. number four. That thing you do. Great film. All right. So my number four is another feel good picture, and I love movies that are based on real events. So this is a based on a true story. And me and my sister went to see, and I have an interesting tidbit to this movie too. Me and my sister went to see at the Park Terrace Cinema in Charlotte, North Carolina, which was a vintage movie theater that's since been bought out and remodeled by AMC. But it used to be a really old school theater that only had two theaters in it. And they can only show two movies, they only had two theaters. And they premiered this movie. And when they premiered it, they had the surviving members there from the All-American Girls Baseball. No, they did. They did. They had the front row reserved for them. We are the members uh, they gave, of they gave the All-American League. They gave a speech at the front of the theater before Get out the of show. Town. And me and my sister got to witness that at premiere of it. So that might have a little bit to do with it. But such a great movie and a hilarious performance by Hanks. Uh, but it's a league of their own. A league of their own is, is on my honorable it, mentions. It's my number four. It's a great movie. Once again, Tom Hanks doesn't cement the movie. Right. The movie's really about the girls. Right. It really and is. He is the male protagonist to the girls. Right. Uh, but and he Kind of, the, kind of the comic relief, yeah. too. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm typically not a fan of Rosie O'Donnell, but she's yeah. hilarious in this. Yeah. Uh, Madonna, in one of her few movie roles, uh, really, really killed it in this Gina role. Gina Davis? As the vixen. Uh, yeah, Gina Davis, Lori Petty. Uh, just a great, basically all-female cast with the, ex- with the exception of Hanks. And like you said, he starts out kind of as an alcoholic. Well, he's an up. ex because yeah, basically he was a great, great baseball player who got hurt mm-hmm. and since it become an alcoholic. And basically they hire him to be the coach of this girls team because mm-hmm. you know, the men are off at war. It's during World War II. Uh, they hire him to be the coach because he's the face. Mm-hmm. So they're telling him, we're going to give you a paycheck. You don't got to do anything. Just step out of the thing, wave your hat around. Right. You're going to be the Mickey Mantle, the face of this team. Right, right. And then he comes to find out these girls can play baseball. Right. And, he, and it's a great scene where Gina Davis has become their coach, basically. And he sees her, they make a call. He goes, no, 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 this is the call. This is the call. He goes, well, and that's the thing. Who's the goddamn manager here? You or me? And exactly. he does that whole scene. And that's when he realized, okay, okay, okay. So he, he re, it's interesting. Oh, he re falls in love with baseball. Right. Through, through these living girls. it through, and he loves it. And he loves his girls. He's like, right. I love my girls. Right. And you know, we're gonna go take it all the way. It's really a movie. Uh, I mean, it's a comedy. It's a sports comedy yeah. at, at the heart. But yeah. it's really a movie about redemption too. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, Jimmy, you know, his character Jimmy uh, is being redeemed throughout the film because he is obviously in a rock bottom spot yeah. because his career fell apart due to his injury, and he's an alcoholic and so on and so forth. And over the course of the movie, kind of uh, as a living through um, the girls that he's mm. coaching, he gets he gets. You know, his love for baseball is reinvigorated oh, yeah. and the fire is reignited. 
And then you have Gina Davis, who's a character that doesn't really even want to play. She doesn't really is, want to play. She is you know waiting I mean? for her husband to come home from right. war. She's That's just she doing it because but her she sister to be wants the, her to do it. She happens to be like, the best in the league. Right. Like she happens to be awesome at baseball. Right. And one of the best <laughs> best scenes in that movie, and there's so many memorable Hank scenes throughout his yeah. career, but when the no crying in baseball. Oh, the girl starts, because he yells at her and the girl starts crying. Yeah. He goes, what? You, you crying? There's no, there's no crying in baseball. The, the umpire comes over and he goes, you need to talk to every one of these girls like you would talk to your mother. And he goes, yes, sir, you're right. And as, as he's walking away, he goes, hey, did anyone ever tell you you look like a penis in a little hat? <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets thrown out, you know. <laughs> and then the players are like, get him out of here. Yeah. You know, they're clapping when he gets escorted out of the stadium. You know? <laughs> Which team do you play for? Well, I, I'm a peach. Well, I was just wondering. Because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's not love. That's three feet above your ass. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball! Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris! Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No, no. No! No! And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! What's the matter, Jimmy? What? She's crying, sir! I didn't mean to do that. Perhaps you chastise her too vehemently. Good rule of thumb. Treat each of these girls as you would treat your mother. You want to ever tell you look like a penis with a little hat on? Oh my goodness. You're out of here! Oh, no, right no, no, now, no, Jimmy, you, I heard you that! Misunderstood. <laughs> you second, misunderstood Jimmy. me! You misunderstood me! You can't throw me out for that! No, Jimmy. you got a strike! But uh, Tom Hanks, just a memorable, just a memorable scene, man. Is Jimmy is one of my favorite characters that he's done, and Tom that can movie do is a feel can, good man. He, and he can take those feel good movies and take them to a next level. That movie, because I, mean, I think a league of their own without some of the characters, some of the powerhouse characters like Gina Davis and Tom Hanks, it would have become one of those kind of just screwball kind of uh, side movies. Right. But because he's there, he kind of cements it and not really anchors the whole movie but he makes it like i don't know he just yeah. gives, it, gives it a little something extra yeah, tom it, hanks, I, I mean if it wasn't him it wouldn't be as tom great. hanks gives it a little something extra he does he really does okay. all right man so that's my number four yeah. a league of their own yes. and uh great memories from seeing that screen or two with those the women that were survivor from surviving from the league that it's based yeah. on so it was great all right man so we're up to your number three number three i call the voice Tom Hanks has done a lot of good things in his career, but he comes along and decides to voice the character of mm. Woody from Toy Story. And he just knocks the ball out of the park. I'm going to talk about the first Toy Story, although the, I mean, the trilogy, quadrilogy, is wonderful. But, I mean, him as the voice of Woody, yeah. you know, moving partner. If you don't have one, get one. <laughs> right. You know, he is just, his, he lends his voice, and you realize that, yes. Tom can do anything. He can, I mean, he's as Woody. Woody comes alive as the voice of Tom Hanks in his relationship uh, with um, Buzz. Buzz, who's played by Tim Allen. Tim Allen. They have a wonderful banter. And, like, I mean, the, the arc, the four, the movie arc is the arc of Woody, basically, the arc of Woody and what happens to him. And he just does an amazing job. And I just think Tom's voice is wonderful when he kills it at Toy Story. Once again, leaning to your idea about this topic. 
Tom uh, Toy Story is a movie that transcends Tom Hanks. It's just a great movie. Right, sure, yeah. And he happens to be in it, so it happens to be one of my favorite movies sure. that Tom Hanks is in. Yeah, I named, but I think his voice lends so much. I to named it. it as my number one Disney movie when we did that yeah. list last year. I, uh, you know, of the Toy Story franchise, I think the best film from just like as one yeah. piece of work is Toy Story Three. Oh. Just such we've talked about that before too. Just such an emotional film for kids. <laughs> You know, dealing with death and being on the brink of death and mm-hmm. letting things go. Woo! You know, Andy's going to college. He's got to let go of these and things. And Woody has to have like, the choice. Do I go to, I can, do I go with my friends or right, I go with him to college? Right. Do I start a new chapter, which they do with Toy Story 4? Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Yes, I, I saw did. It. it was amazing. Yeah. That was great. I call it Woody's Swan Song. That's what the story's about. Like the the, yeah. the first three are the Andy arc. The arc of them right. becoming Andy's toys and what is it like when we're not Andy's toys anymore. Right. This is Woody's arc. What happens when you're an old right. toy? Right. Like can you can you move on to another life where the center of your life is not making a kid happy? What about you? It's right. your time. So I mean But you're saying Toy Story the first one. Yeah. Is your yeah. yeah. But I mean it's just I mean, a it's wonderful a, movie and well, it, it was a Tom trans- can do once again, I think that one of the themes of this movie, one of the themes of the, my list is Tom can do anything. He really can. So as a voice of Woody, I cannot imagine Woody having a different voice. Have you seen any of the shorts like Toy Story of Terror, the Halloween one, yes. and the Christmas one? Yes. I haven't seen the Christmas yeah. one. I've seen Toy Story of Terror. Christmas one is uh, Toy Story that Time Forgot. It was really good. That's what it's called. But it's a, like a 30 minute short of uh, Christmas morning, or it might be the day after Christmas, but it's like snow on the ground, the trees are up and everything. But um, Bonnie takes Woody and all the toys to her friends or neighbor's oh, house. Oh, it's a new one then? Well, it came out a couple years ago. Interesting. Yeah. I actually have it if you want to borrow it on Blu-ray. But uh, takes all the toys in her little backpack, you know, to the neighbor's house. And it's the day after Christmas. So he has all this like grandiose like toys that he got. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he got was this like uh, dinosaur. No, I've seen like, that. Yeah, I've, seen, yeah. I've seen this one. And they come to life and they yeah. have a whole thing with the, the Toy Story toys. So that's where I'll get to. Yeah. But, but what, Woody, man, just iconic. Yeah. Iconic character. Buzz and Woody, one of the greatest movie duos of all time. All Hi. Absolutely, brother. Toy right. Story, my number three. All right, Toy Story's number three. So I tell you what, we had a little crossover, so we'll just touch on it briefly. My number three is that thing you do. Ah, uh, you, the, I didn't think you'd pick this movie. Honestly, I love this movie, it's man. So it's such a feel-good movie. I love a movie that. How can I phrase this? I I like. I'm gonna try to phrase this. Uh, I like a movie that has like adult themes, but can be viewed by the whole family. Yeah, and I okay. feel like that thing you do. It's PG. I don't think there's any like major profanity in it. There's obviously, you know, no violence or anything like that. So it, you can watch it with your whole family. And I can remember watching this with my daughter when she was young, like maybe nine or 10 years old. And, you know, they're dealing with these issues that, you know, kids don't really care about. You know what I mean? The 60s and like whatever. They don't know what the hell that means, you know, at the time. But they can enjoy it because it's such a feel-good movie. One of my favorite scenes of any Tom Hanks movie is the scene when their song comes on the radio for the first time. And Liv Tyler is wow. dropping the mail off. And, and she, she hears it. And she's like, oh my God. And she's like running oh through God. the street. And you she know. finds the other guy who turns his radio and on. And, they go, and they go to the record store and turn it on for everybody. And they're just... Imagine. I mean, just imagine the you first know, time here, your yeah. song comes on the like. There's our song on the radio. It's crazy, man. And, they, and, and they back re- then the radio was everything. And they really captured that that moment, you know, which I, you they make you feel like what it, you could imagine it would have felt like if that was your band that you were hearing on the radio because that's what they were going for. We're starting, you know what I mean? And um, Steve's on in that movie. Oh, the, the so character good. when he kisses the billboard or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's amazing. But he's hilarious. And I love when they're yeah. doing the radio interview and they oh. had just filmed the movie and they're doing the radio interview with a guy and they're like, What's your favorite? Uh, Let's hear what some of your influences are. Sorry. Who's your influence? He goes, uh, Captain Geek and the Shrimp Shack the Shooters. Shooters. <laughs> or when they had the thing, um, I'm actually not here with these guys. I'm here to put a pig in the life cost competition and I'm going to win that blue ribbon. <laughs> exactly. Because I, 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 I saw he's an interview. the best. Man. I looked at the, 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 some of the sides for that or some of the, um, um, like the outtakes. In, the, well, the interviews and stuff. And Steve Zahn said, 
you know, I just felt like this character, he's the realist of the group. He's just there to have a good time. He know he knows it's not gonna he's last. He's just riding it, yeah. I mean, he's a good enough guitar player to make it. I mean, but he's there just to ride. <laughs> just riding that way. Like, he's just gonna have a good time. Yeah. That's I love what he's it. there for. So we had, a little, uh, we had a little crossover there. That thing you do is your number four, is my number three. Oh, I don't know. Great. I don't know if we'll have any more crossover. I don't yeah. I don't know that you would name my top two. But I don't let's, know if you name my top two. Let's find out. What's your number two, man? My number two. You talk about movies that are carried. Uh, once again, Tom Hanks can do everything. You talk about movies that are carried by Tom Hanks. This movie doesn't star many people. Mm-hmm. Most of the movie is just Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't have a soundtrack. In fact, this movie doesn't have a score. Mm-hmm. It's very quiet. The movie is Castaway. Good one. And when I saw Castaway for the first time, it sucked me in. And I was with this character, Tom Hanks' character. He, you know, he's a FedEx. He, he's like a FedEx manager, mm-hmm. uh, pretty high up in the FedEx. And the plane crashes. He ends up on this island. And it's no soundtrack. It's just him hiking around the island, you know, trying to figure out how to survive. You know, he finally figures out he's eating. He's, he's trying to learn how to catch fish. He finally figures out how to start a fire. And he has this great scene where he's like, I have created fire. Look. How would I have created? And that through his loneliness, he creates, and of course he misses the girl. His great scene where great scene where he's in the he has this flashlight and he's <clears> in <throat> the cave and he's laying there and clicking the light on and off and it illuminates her face on his watch mm-hmm. the whole time. And he gives her the watch back mm-hmm. at the very end. Uh he through his loneliness, he develops a relationship with a volleyball. Yep, Wilson. Now, that's kind of funny, right? In relationship with the volleyball, but Tom Hanks sells it. Oh yeah, and starts talking to Wilson. Has a great scene where he's in the cave and he's talking to Wilson, and um, they're arguing because that's how he, he has a conversation. He argues because he's he's doing the whole math. He's a genius. Like he's doing the math about okay when the winds are going to change and when we when we can use the right. the thing to get off the island. He's like, no, no, we have time. The winds are coming off the west. We have time. Well, I'd rather do this than stay here and talk to a volleyball. And he throws him out into the sea. And then he runs out after him, looking for him. And he picks him up and he goes, I'm so sorry. Never right. again. Right. Never again. Are we okay? Are you, are you okay? Right. Okay. And he comes back in, uses his blood to draw the face again. And he goes, I know you. <laughs> right. I know you. I and know then you. when he loses oh. him in the ocean. Now, right? we're going to talk about that scene next. He fight, you know, he, he's there for years. I think he was there for three or four years. You know, I thought it was longer. Skinny, I want to say it was like six seven. years, seven years. Yeah. Uh, finally gets off. The raft is out at sea. So he's saying, and there's a scene where he's on the raft and he's made it past the breaks. He looks back at the island disappearing and you're almost sad. Mm-hmm. That's his home for the last seven years. Right. And then through, he, you know, he passes out because he's tired and he's in the sun. And he has Wilson, the volleyball, propped up on the side and it falls over and slowly the ball hits the ocean and starts to go away. And he sees it and he dives after him. He has no strength. He's trying to catch it, but also not losing the raft right, and trying. Right, right, right. And he comes back and he balls. Yeah. He's just screaming, Wilson. And Wilson! Yeah, I'm sorry. He said, I'm, I'm sorry. saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Wilson! Wilson! I'm coming! What was that? 
That's his only companion, right? And you ball with him. Oh, I did. He yeah. loses the volleyball. I mean, here's the thing, man. If t- it, Tom it, Hanks is this a testament to T. Hanks or what? I mean, that you can cry as over a viewer the- over somebody's connection to a volleyball. Yeah, and you feel <laughs> I mean, it, right? And you feel it, and so, you. I, mean, I ball yeah. in that scene. Of course, he's found. And he, had, you know, Helen Hunt's been seven years. She's married, yeah. his ex girlfriend, the love of his life. And he goes back and he meets her again. But he ends up, you know, in a truck alone, going off to see the world. He takes the package that saved his life yeah. and takes Delivers it to the place it. Right. and has he bought a new volleyball. Right. And it's just, it's this movie. And the movie is Tom Hanks. He's yeah, sure. Talk yeah. about anchoring the I mean, movie. He's he the, the movie. for sure, yeah. But the way he takes you on that journey, that is what I would call an actor's movie. You follow Tom Hanks and his performance in that. He just drags you right along with him. I and agree. you are lost with him. You are found with him. And that is a testament to his acting. I agree, man. I mean, it's an American it, treasure. talking about, yeah, I mean, talking about, it's <laughs> crazy, man. But talking about actors anchoring a film. I mean, that's it right there. Castaway. All right. So Castaway, you're number two. I like it. It's in my honorable mentions. It's Great, movie. Great movie. All right, so you ready, man? So my I'm number, ready. I'm my, ready. My number two, you know, one of the greatest, uh, like, kind of collaborations in cinema has been Tom Hanks with Mr. Steven Spielberg. you darn right it has been. And my number two is probably the most feel-good, kind of entertaining two hours of that collaboration. Mm-hmm. And it's Catch Me If You Can. Oh, my number two. oh that's a great and movie. Runner up, Leonardo. Runner-up, Leonardo DiCaprio is the lead here. Yeah. Tom Hanks is a supporting actor. He does such a good job. Uh, as, uh, Christopher Walken is his, as Leo's dad. Walken does a plays great Leo's job. dad. Did you drop this? <laughs> That's awesome, man. But uh, Tom Hanks plays Agent Hanratty of the FBI, who is chasing down uh, Frank Abagnale, mm. uh, portrayed by Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got a fun heist vibe. It's also yeah. set in the '60s, and they create um, an interesting relationship between the, the, the predator and the prey. They do, and it's almost like they almost thrive off one another. They do. They need each other. Uh, they're they're each other's enemy, but they need each other. Yeah, uh, it's and that inter- becomes it, a major theme. It's an interesting dynamic that's created in that movie, and the actors obviously sell it, Hanks and DiCaprio. But you know, every Christmas Eve. Uh, DiCaprio calls Hanks, and you know Hanks has been chasing him for years. You know he can't, he can't find him. He keeps yeah. eluding him, and he'll call him, and he'll tell him where he is. You remember that scene? Yeah. He says, "I'm at such and such hotel. I'm in room 238 or whatever." And Hanks says, "Okay, you want me to, you know, send all my agents out there on Christmas Eve, and you're not going to be there." And I remember the one scene where know. he goes and hangs up, and, and it then, pans away, and that's where he is. Yeah, and then he cuts away, and he's in that room. He wants. So to. you know he. Uh, 
is eluding him at the right times, yes, but he's also kind of given up on this whole, like, shtick, you know, that being this, like, mad caper genius or yeah. whatever. He's kind of over it, you yeah. know? He doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. He just kind of wants to get caught, you know? Yeah. But he doesn't want to be easily caught, you know? Yeah. He wants to be pursued and get caught like a and cat. finally, and, Tom, like a cat and mouse when he game, catches you know him I mean? at the end, Tom lies to him or something like that. Like, no, there's no one surrounding place it's just me and you right yeah right and he's like no 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 I just, i'm gonna get out of here and they're like no no it's just, just us me. yeah and he just walks him out and it's they're yeah. surrounded and he takes him in yeah and i want to say that was on christmas eve yeah i think it happened on christmas yeah eve. christmas eve was a constant theme throughout yeah. the movie. i remember that like four or five times they talked on christmas eve but um then he hires them to I just help love, him i just love catch me if you can yeah, yeah and this is a true story yeah. so you can see i love true stories again but this is a true story because frank abagnale is an actual person that now works for the fbi yeah. catching Bank criminals. There's this beautiful scene at the end, though, where you know they, he, he brings him out of jail to help him. He's like, okay, you can help us, but and you know we trust you. We're, you know they're, they're like, dude, you trust in this guy, so we're gonna help him. And this is a scene where Frank Abagnale is leaving again, and you can tell he's getting ready to get right back on a plane as uh, doing his thing. And Tom Hanks comes behind me. He goes, just let you know, if you run, I'm not gonna chase you. You're welcome to go. Mm-hmm. And he walks away, and then Frank comes back. Right. You know, and that's the thing. They need each other. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so it's like friendship. So it's like the cat and mouse. It's like the cat and mouse yeah. thing. You they're know, bros. they're bros. But it's awesome. It's Spielberg. It's got a great score, like a really kind of peppy 60s score. Uh, a young Amy Adams is mm-hmm. in this movie as like, a, she plays like a nurse that he has a love interest with because DiCaprio portrays a doctor in it, a yeah. lawyer in it. He's just, you know, he's a con artist. My wife and I still do, still do the do you concur scene. Do you concur? Do you concur? Do you concur? <laughs> I should have concurred. Objection. Do you concur? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, catch me if you can. Oh, Love it, man. Love it. It's uh, my number two, my runner-up. All right, so we're up to our number ones, Andy. My uh, number one. Tom Hanks film. When you, you told got? me about Tom Hanks, this movie came to me right away. I yep. mean, it's going to be on everyone's list. Yep. And I don't give a sh- crap yep. it's on everyone's list. Yep. This is the movie that cemented Tom Hanks as the one of the greatest actors of our time. I can, to this day, watch these two and a half hours or whatever, when before there were two and a half hour movies, and be completely enthralled by the action, by his character, by his portrayal. Trail. The whole movie is freaking perfect. I'm talking about Forrest Gump. Uh, Forrest I thought, uh, Gump. I thought you might be going there. Forrest Gump is a perfect movie, and Tom Hanks playing Forrest Gump can make you laugh, can make you cry. I mean, they're sending me to Vietnam. This is whole other country. I mean, right there. I mean, right. it's just it's, it's this whole other country. But his Forrest Gump's unbridled, unshakable optimism toward life. The way he looks at life, his devotion to his friend, his uh, you know Bubba, of course, his devotion to Bubba's family. Yeah. When he gets rich and gives Bubba's family half, yeah, you know when they right. get rich, right. he gives Bubba's family half. And He's just does. such a pure person. Yeah. And his love for Jenny, and they eventually get together, and then her death, and him raising their son. I believe, oh! I, I believe she had HIV too. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where she died. Yeah, yeah. And when he comes and finds out that he's a dad, and he breaks down when he's asking the question: Is he is smart? Is he smart? Right? Or is he like oh! like me? Right, right? You're a mama, Jenny. I'm a mama. His name's Forrest. Like me. I named him after his daddy. He got a daddy named Forrest, too? You're his daddy, Forrest. Hey. Forrest, look at me. Look at me, Forrest. There's nothing you need to do, okay? You didn't do anything wrong. Okay?
Isn't he beautiful? It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But... Is, is he smart? He's very smart. He's one of the smartest in his class. Go talk to him. Yeah, Tom Hanks, man. Just sell him. Woo! Tom Hanks. Forrest Gump. I mean, well, come on. Do you I, have any better acting portrayal or performance? Well, I didn't than do Forrest it. Gump. I mean, I didn't do it based on performances, so no, but I would say Philadelphia rivals that performance for yeah. performance. Yeah. But I do what I do love about Forrest Gump and Robert Zemeckis as the director, he did something similar that I've talked about before where he took real life scenarios. Mm-hmm. That and and created kind of like a fictional story around, yeah, it, you know, and that's what's cool about Forrest Gump because it's almost like a semi history lesson, yeah, you know, when he goes to the White House to meet Nixon, yeah, and, you know, Elvis, he yeah. meets Elvis when his mom's yeah. running the bed and breakfast, he teaches him how to dance, you're right, right, right. Yeah. I was just throwing something on the guitar, man. I'm sorry, and they, I'll be right they do they uh, reenact the scene in Alabama with uh, George Wallace, yeah. uh, you know, when he got shot and it was the integration all, uh, of the schools, right, right, uh, when he's running. And the guy comes up. The people keep coming to him for advice. The guy's like, "I'm just I, I, idea for I'm a t-shirt maker. And I don't have a good idea." Right. Have a nice day. Yeah. Right. And, and he wipes his face on the shirt, wipes the mud on the shirt. He goes, "Oh, you just stepped in the big pile of shit." It happens. What? Shit. When? Sometimes. Well, that's the bumper sticker guy. The face guy was a have a nice day. Have a nice he wipes day, his face right. in the yellow shirt. It's a smiley face. He goes, have a nice day. Right. Yeah. So it's incorporating. And the bumper how, sticker guy. The bumper sticker guy was incorporating cool. how Forrest had something to do with all these, you know, pop yeah. culture historical things or whatever. Uh, Vietnam, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny, uh, Robin Wright portrays Jenny in that film. Great supporting role. Wonderful um, supporting role. The mother son relationship, Sally Field. Just <sighs> come on. Man. The scene where she's on her deathbed. Yeah, dude. And he says, what's my destiny, mama? Yeah. 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 you're like oh man yeah, you can't leave him you know but uh, she, she says to. I can't tell you you know yeah. you gotta figure it out for yourself right. life is like a box of chocolate uh, Gary Sinise is Lieutenant Dan oh come on Gary I mean talk about all star so, acting so good I want to say I was Captain Lieutenant Dan Taylor I was supposed to die in that war right and oh, and the, and the, when, when he, he to, when he comes to work for him and they make it through the storm and then he says Forrest I never thanked you for saving my life right it was almost, always it was more like mad at him about it but I want to say Sinise won or was nominated for supporting for that. Yeah, great man. performance. Did uh, uh did uh, Tom Hanks win? He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah he has two Oscar wins for Philadelphia and for Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh, they that came a, like two years. But Forrest Gump, apart. man, it's just such an. I mean, it's an epic movie. It's epic. Yeah. yeah. And it goes through this entire sequence of events in this guy's life and how much he goes through. He goes through a lot. He goes to, to war. He, I mean, to date, to date, it's uh, one of the best movie soundtracks too. Yeah. It's a double album yeah. from the sixties and seventies tunes. Great soundtrack. I'd say from wall to wall yeah. one of the best movies of all time alright I'm with you man alright so Forrest Gump's your number one Forrest brother. Gump you got a good list there and guess what only one crossover because Forrest Gump is not on my list my number one is my introduction to Tom Hanks this movie came out in 1986 fascinating it is the first movie that I can recollect at least seeing starring Mr. Tom Hanks I saw some ones that came out before this after but this is the first one I saw on VHS tape when I was like 11 years old and it just cracked me up man it's just so funny it's got a kind of a kind of a serious message in the movie but it's just told from a comedic perspective but it's a, f- a movie called the money pit did you ever see the money no pit? so tom hanks tom hanks and shelly long are lifelong partners they're 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 in a relationship uh and she wants to get married and he's not really into it and they they but they're together and they buy a house together okay 
and the house is uh, a piece of shit. It's a, <laughs> it's a lemon. The lemon of houses. But they don't know that when they see the house and when they need to buy the house. They think it's like this great deal or whatever. And then as the movie progresses, you realize all this shit's falling apart. It's a money so let me give you an idea. So there's a couple scenes in it. So they buy the house, they get in the house, right? So here's a couple of examples. So Shelly Long is putting her clothes away in the closet. And she hangs up a shirt on the thing and the whole closet collapses. <laughs> collapses. And then in a similar vein, uh, later that later that night, Tom Hanks throws a log on the fire and the whole chimney collapses <laughs> through the house. Uh, he's he's uh, running up the stairs and the stairs collapse. You know, so it's called Money Pit because now they have to spend all this money to get the house fixed. Well, as this is happening, it's putting a strain on their relationship. Mm-hmm. And they end up breaking up as the house is being remodeled and stuff because they're drowning in debt and they're, you know, fighting over what to fix and like whatever. So they end up breaking up. And the movie is about the house being finished and them kind of working their way back to each other. And the end of the movie, the house is complete and the movie's kind of come to an end and it's like they're still not together. And uh, uh, Tom Hanks is getting ready to walk up the stairs and he stops at the stairwell. And she's like, what are you what are you doing? What's going on? You know, go upstairs and get get the stuff or whatever. And she's he's like this step. This is our step. This was the first step in this whole journey, you know, and then they kind of like come back together. Oh. And that's how they, and they finally have their wedding and they get married there on the property. Oh, you're mad. What do you think I am? I think you're a jerk. I know that. I didn't realize how big a jerk I was until last night. Neither did I. Let's just pack it in then, all right? Let's just finish this whole thing right here and now. Fine. I'll pack a bag for you so you don't have to come back tonight, and I'll send the rest later. You expect me to move out? You shouldn't have any trouble finding a bed. I got a bed, lady. Get the hell out of here! This is crazy! I don't know what makes you think you can just throw me out of my own house. You're the one who's moving. I have work and slept, suffered, put myself in time with my eyes, and you want me to move out because you got help from Max. No way, you hear me? No way! I have and suffered for this house every bit as much as you have. Actually, more. Because I had to put up with you. This is ridiculous! You don't even like this house. You never liked it. I love this house! You've done nothing but complain about it since we got here. I did one other thing, Walter. I sunk every nickel I had in the world in this house. And you'll get it all back. I told you that. Me and everyone you ever met, I'll pay you back, will be written on your gravestone. I wouldn't give lectures on the value of promises. Your word didn't do too well in this last outing. Yours is fine. It's certainly a lot better than your check. There's a lot of great sub characters in this movie too that are just hilarious. But there's so many like just quips and one-liners and just funny shit that happens while the house is getting fixed. There's this one scene where Shelley Long in their their bathroom, you know, she goes in the bathroom and uh, they don't have any hot water as a result of the house being a piece of shit. So whenever they want to take a bath, Tom Hanks has to go outside with buckets like pails of water. And heat them up on the stove and then bring them up to mix it with the cold water to have water take a bath, you know. So he gets these two pails of water and he, he goes upstairs to where the bathtub is, you know. And they pour the water in the bathtub and the bathtub collapses on the top floor. And there's a scene of Tom Hanks just hysterically laughing at the bathtub. And for like 30 seconds, he's just having this maniacal laugh, just dying laughing at it. And Shelly Long's looking at him like, what the hell is so funny? Like our bathtub just fell fell through the roof of the house you know you, i can't believe you haven't seen this no it is an absolute classic brother it is one of my favorite movies of all time it's my favorite movie that stars mr tom hanks from like an entertainment yeah perspective yeah like this the rewatchability on this movie is 100 like i could watch this once a week for the rest <sighs> of my life and still crack up at it yeah. and tom hanks is it's young tom hanks uh. he's just doing the you know just giving the one-liners and just being just a young dude man <sighs> 
The Money Pit. You got to look it up. It's another one I own if you want to yeah. borrow it. You know what that reminds me of? What? I have a movie like that with a different actor. A multiplicity with uh, oh, Michael with, Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton. That's one of my... I could watch that every week for yeah. the rest of my life. I mean, I you love know? it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's it has that feel to it. It has like a sentimental value. Like they, he breaks down their relationship. They come back together at the end. You know, he clones himself three... Well, twice. And then they clone him. Another. Right, right. But it's just, it's just the level of hilarity, situational hilarity is just... Yeah, it's beautiful. great, man. And the Money Pit is cool too because it takes me back to a nostalgia place yeah. too. Because I saw it on VHS when yeah. I was eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we owned it on VHS, so I was just fucking wearing it out. Like yeah. I was just watching. It. it was just hilarious. And it was like an adult theme dealing with divorce and like marriage. You know what I mean? So yeah. stuff that like eleven year olds yes. don't care about. But it's so you kind of feel like you're watching something before you should be watching it. Yeah. But it's just you're watching it for the comedic value. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> There's just so many funny scenes I could tell you about, man. It's, I, I won't ruin too many of them for you, so you have some when you watch it. But I'm going to let you borrow it if you'll remind me when we're done recording, because you got to see it, man. It's just per Tom Hanks perfection. It's like in the same realm as Big. It's just so pure and funny and pure. just young That's Tom Hanks. That's a good word for it. Pure. Uh, but I would put it in the same like bucket as Big. And I know you named that on your top five. All right, man. So that's my number one, The Money Pit. The Money Pit. Give us a wrap-up of your five, buddy. Oh, let's see if I can remember. Number five was the movie Big. Number four was That Thing You Do. Number three was Toy Story. Number two was uh, up Castaway. Mm -hmm. It lost me for a minute there. Castaway, number one, was Forrest Gump. Wilson! Wilson! I'm sorry. I'm so <sighs> right. sorry. So oh, my, man. So my five was Philadelphia. Four was A League of Their Own. Three was That Thing You Do. With an exclamation point <laughs> on the title. Number two was Catch Me If You Can. And number one was The Money Pit from 1986. Beauty, man. All right, we're going to go over to social media in a minute. But before they do that, honorable mentions. You want me to get mine first? Uh, uh, give let's see. Uh, Apollo 13, obviously. Good one. That's a great one. A League of Their Own, uh, honorable mention for me. It's a great Tom Hanks movie. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of the Toy Story movies are always good. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Joe versus the Volcano. Good one. Good one. He had a great movie relationship with Meg Ryan. Joe versus Volcano. Yeah. Good yeah. One. All right. Well, I got five here. So as always, so my number six would have been Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Good. Another, another Spielberg uh, collaboration. Just an epic war yeah. and a war epic. A very, a, a very powerful Matt Damon uh, cameo. True. At the very end. True. He play, I mean, he he's Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. But he didn't come up to the very end. There's also a porn spinoff, Shaving Ryan's Privates. I would recommend uh, watching that as well. <laughs> 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 Number seven would have been Castaway, which you already talked about. Number eight would have been Big. Mm, nice. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. My number nine would have been my daughter's namesake, Splash from 1985. Hey! She's named after the mermaid portrayed by Daryl Hannah in that movie. You love Splash. It. I love that movie. And my number 10 would have been Toy Story 3. There you go. All right, so I tell you what, man. Uh, let's open up the suggestion box, Andy. What's in the box? We're going to go over social media and see what the fans Let's see what the fans are talking think. about. So I'm going to do the Facebook fan page uh, because uh, we didn't we didn't do it for the last episode. I can't believe I forgot to ask. You did. Ask, you, uh, yes, you're ruining my life. You know, a little bit anyway. of time. A little bit of time. All right, so uh, Paul from the countdown said, Saving Private Ryan. Nice. No need to have any further discussion. Thanks for coming. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So he said that is the one. And then I gave him a hard time because, um, A, he hates Forrest Gump, which he's going to love your number one. Mm, interesting. But I gave him a hard time because his buddy Wayne over on the countdown, they did a top 10 war movies. And Wayne named Saving Private Ryman as number seven war movie of all time. And I go, yeah, I hear it's number seven. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. And then uh, Nick says, Paul, stop lying. You know you want to pick Forrest Gump. And he put up a little angry face there. He's not a fan of Forrest Gump for some interesting. reason. I love that. Uh, Drew from Real Fills. We love him. He's been on the show recently. He did the top 10 movies of the decade with us. He's a great dude uh, and a great supporter of the show. He said, Saving Private Ryan is great, even though it's an ensemble cast, but Hanks is great in it. He's also got The Burbs. Ah, The Burbs. The Burbs is a good one. Road to Perdition. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I wrote uh, it uh, with uh, Paul Newman. Yeah. And then he's got honorable mentions for him, but it been Turner and Hooch mm-hmm. because it's just such a fun childhood yeah. favorite. Aaron Tucker over on the page has got the obvious set is Philadelphia, Saving Private Ryan, Castaway, and Forrest Gump. Darn right. But then he's also got some great hilarious stuff like Money Pit, Big, Splash, and Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> Joe versus the Volcano. It's so good, man. Him and Meg Ryan. Yeah, dude. Him and Meg Ryan. You've got mail. When well, he Meg builds Ryan. that raft out of his luggage, <laughs> and he's, right. he's like playing golf right, and right, sipping right. wine. and you know. uh, Tony Vandenbush. Vandenbush. Over on the Facebook page says, Catch me if you can. Obviously, I agree with that one. Yeah. Perry Wilson, a new fan of the page, says pretty much all of them. <laughs> but if I had to pick one, it would be Forrest Gump. There you go. You and Perry, eye to eye, man. Thanks, Perry. Larkin, a uh, friend of mine and a friend over on the page, says Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. Road to Perdition, and Catch Me If You Can. Dan, uh, our aforementioned buddy and patron Dan Brennick from Netflix and Swill, says he's got a gif from the Burbs. Ah, oh, the Burbs. Burbs are going. Surprised we didn't mention that today. Emily, a new friend of the page. Hey, work, she works for the same company I work for. Hey, Emily. How uh, you doing? I, I love her. But uh, Was she there at lunch when I took care of you guys? There oh, was like no. like six of you? No, no, no. She's in Greensboro. She's okay. at the store in Greensboro. But she says, you've got mail. Duh. You've got mail. <laughs> That's another great collaboration. Over Sleepless in Seattle? I know. Sleepless in Seattle I mean, on cable this month. I mean, him and Meg She Ryan, loves that though, right? movie. Him yeah, and Meg Ryan, though. That's yeah. just killing it. Meg. All right. How about our buddy Michael? We love him. Michael. Michael Thrill. Michael. He's got in no particular order big. A League of Their Own, That Thing You Do, Forrest Gump, and Saving Mr. Banks. I never saw that Oh, one. that was good. He did a great he job. He portrayed Walt Disney in that, right? That mouse is family. He portrayed Walt yeah. Disney in that? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that one, but that's the one where he's trying to court when the, the author Angeles, for Mary Poppins. When I came to Los Angeles, all I had was a picture of a mouse in a dream. Yeah. That mouse is family. Nice. That's, that's from the movie? That's from the movie. Oh, I never saw that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Molly says Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. And there he is, two Oscar uh, nominated or winning films there. And then Justin from the Epic Film Guy says Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Did we talk about that one yet? The Hooch. Turner yeah. and Hooch is a good one. One guy mentioned that. Uh, let's see. Colby Max says Splash. Obviously, I agree with that one. Justin Winters, uh, who I met in person actually from California. He came in town a few weeks ago and we got to meet finally. He says Big and he put up a gif of him shooting out the silly string. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's fun. Let's see if there's any that I haven't mentioned. Uh, Leah says Big and Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, nice. We haven't talked about Sleepless in Seattle yet. And uh, <laughs> I thought this was funny. So Amanda, a friend of the show, she's been on several times, has got a league of their own, Forrest Gump. And then she said, this should be a movie, but David S. Pumpkins. Have you seen that skit that Hanks yeah, does on no. Saturday Night Live where he's wearing the... It's for Halloween. Yeah. You know, he's wearing the <laughs> pumpkin suit or whatever. And he... Uh, <laughs> He's in this haunted house. Have you seen it? Do you know what no, I'm talking about? I know what you're talking so about. So Hanks, when he hosts, does this recurring character. He's David S. Pumpkins. And the whole character is just him in this haunted house where people are coming, you know, customers are coming into the haunted house. And he doesn't say anything. The only thing he says is, any questions? <laughs> <laughs> so they'll go down the scary hallway or whatever and see all this stuff. And then Tom Hanks will pop out from around the corner. Any questions? <laughs> 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 this cracks me up. And she said that should be a movie. I don't know how they could turn that into yeah. a movie, but I guess if anybody could do it, Hanks could do it. If anyone could do it, Hanks could so do it. So that's it, guys. That's our top oh. five Tom Hanks movies. A long-awaited Ooh. episode. People have been People asking for it. Andy. People want the Tom. He's an American treasure. Here it is, man. So American his treasure. new movie, Won't You Be My Neighbor, just came out. Andy and I have not had a chance to no. see that yet, but I'm sure it's amazing. A lot of awards buzz for him for that film this year because we're yeah. right in the heart of awards well, season. Well, you think about the, the life and legacy of... Um, of a Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And the, um, talk about an American treasure. I mean, who else could play him? Right. Authentically. It's gotta be. And do him any kind of justice. Yeah. 
Besides Tom Hanks. It's got to be him. Yeah. I mean, they, they mirror each other in terms yeah. of like the feel-good positivity yeah. that they bring, you know, to their projects. I mean, I think it's, I thought it was great casting myself. Yeah. And I haven't seen the movie yet, but one of the trailers and clips I've seen, I mean, he's Mr. Rogers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's killing it. So, uh, he really embodies that character. Yeah, I look, I look forward to uh, seeing And the idea of that character, too. So, Mr. Tom Hanks, you'll never, ever in a million years hear this, but if you do, we love you. And, hey, uh, Tom. Uh, thanks for your resume and for all the feel-good uh, pictures you <laughs> Thank brought. Thank you for your resume. Just, we're considering it. We're just, yeah, we're thinking about making a show about you. Uh, a couple people asked for it, so here it is. Andy. Yes. Your final thought for the T. Hanks, which, by the way, spells thanks. Yes. Your T. Hanks episode. What do you got, man? We're talking about Mr. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has a legacy. A legacy that goes beyond just acting. A legacy of who he is. You know, we think about time and we think about gratitude. We think about authenticity. We think about genuineness. You have a legacy, the way you live your life, the way you interact with people, the way you make your decisions. Maybe you're not a famous actor or maybe you're just Gerald. You're just scraping the floor for a donut. Yikes. But you have your legacy. What's your legacy going to be when people look back? What is the top five your moments? And how do your interactions and how do your friendships make that legacy and who you are? How do you interact with people? Think about it. I love it, man. Andy, as always, thank you so much. I enjoyed discussing uh, Mr. Tom Hanks. Now, listen, this is coming out towards the end of January. Oh, it's January. What happened? Now, in February, we, uh, you and I, when we get together, we'll have some episodes with guests. You know, that have to do that because you've seen like 10 movies. But <laughs> what we're going to do on the next episode is we're going to count down. Me and Andy are going to count down our top five Hollywood hunks. Woo! So the sexiest men Mm. The sexiest celebrity There's males. One. There's two. All right. There's three. Now that's wow. that's There's four. Uh, don't give any away. There's four. Uh, some hot dudes we'll be talking yeah. about, and then that's going to be followed by our top five Hollywood hotties for Ooh, the following episode. So we're going to do our hunks and our hotties, our top five female celebrities, our top five male celebrities. It'll be two different episodes, okay. but that'll be what they'll be hearing in February. It's the month of love, brother. So let's pine over these hunks and these hotties. And let's just... I'm all, it's too late. Now, you know I'm going to be super creepy. So if any of the actual <laughs> celebrities here, I'll, there'll be lawsuits filed and restraining. Well, I know you're going to be creepy, but what do you think it'll be like on the women's episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I see what you did there. All right, brother, that's it. So we'll see you guys then. Until next time, thank you for thank, listening. Thank Andy, you. Andy, thank you for being here. Hey, I'm... I'm I'll see you It's soon. a pleasure. You'll be on my Hollywood... Well, you'll be on my North Carolina home list. If we ever thank do that, you. if we ever do that, uh, you're already one of my entertainers of the decade, so why not? <laughs> Andy, I love you, man. I'll see you, you next time, brother. All right, brother. my clothes don't fit me no more. thousand miles just to slip this Night is falling, I'm blind awake I can feel myself fading away So receive me, brother, with your faithless kiss Or will we leave each other alone like this On the streets of Philadelphia Thank you for listening. Two Peas is an independent podcast. We rely on donations from our executive producers in order to release new content weekly. We would like to give a special thanks to all our current producers. Kathy Ross, Dan Brennick, Caleb Brownlee, Justin Esquivel, Paul Chomo, Carmen Signy, and Daniel Henderson. If you would like to become an executive producer and help us 
continue to release great content, please visit Two Peas on a Pod at patreon.com or check out the show notes for this episode. Again, thank you for listening.